welcome to this episode of Living Legends. And I am so excited to be on site in Nirvana Soul. And I am here with the two co-owners who will get a chance to introduce themselves. So, I am Bianca Shalu. I am the co-founder and chief marketing officer. I am Geronica Macy, and I am the CEO of Nirvana Soul. So here it is, we get a chance to talk about two sister, sisters, <laughs> black owned, one of the only, if not the only black owned coffee shop in San Jose. I think um, so. And you started 2020 in the middle of a pandemic. So we got a lot to talk about. So let's, let's go back. What led you all to start a coffee shop? Yeah, so, I mean, I can go back to the very beginning. Um, I'm going to try to keep it sweet. <laughs> so we were raised by a great-grandmother, and um, she always drank coffee in the morning. So she would give us the last bit of her coffee, and that kind of was like our time together. But I always loved that time. And so when it was time for me to get a job, I was like, I'm going to apply for this job. Like, with intentions, like, I want to work in a coffee shop. And that job was Pete's Coffee and Tea. Oh. And I just went in there, like, boldly, bright-eyed. It was like, are you guys hiring? I really want to be a barista. And um, they were like, OK, like, this is back in the day when you just on the spot. Uh, on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like on the spot. And I just started talking to, like, you know, the manager. And we were vibing. And, Randomly enough, she was a black woman. Her name was Serena. Yeah. And she just was, we were just vibing. So uh, she was like, yeah, like, I'm going to hire you. Like, it was like, on the spot, you're hired. And I was just so lucky because that team there, you know, I was like 16, you know, 17 at that time. So everyone there was like, you know, in college, a little bit older. So I was like the baby. And they kind of took me under their wing and was just like showing me the ropes. And um, I just loved it. So from the very beginning, I knew. I was like, I'm going to have a coffee shop. I was like, claiming that ever since then. Wow. So, yeah. So, you go into peace, like, listen, I see what y'all doing. I see what y'all doing. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to learn everything I need to learn. Like, um, if I'm doing something wrong, like, like, let me know. And they they were on it. Like, I couldn't get away with anything. They were like, no, this is how you say no. This is like, this is how you need to talk to a customer. This is what you need to do. And I just always took that to heart. Um, at every shop I went because I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, I know this is how you want to do that different shops, but in my mind, Pete's had the best training. Okay. Um, and there was things that I got from them. I'm like, okay, I see why they're doing so well. You guys could be doing this better. And some jobs that I was at, they were like, okay, like, we see you doing your thing, so yeah, just keep doing that, you know? Um, and that's kind of just how I just went down this journey path. Um, Learn my own way, but take things that I love from uh, places and things that I didn't love. I kind of was just like, I'm not going that, you know? <laughs> right, right, but right. yeah, kept hand on to the good and was just like, okay, when we open up, I'm going to do this way. Yeah. yeah. So, like, if, if you can, like, how much time were you, like, in the coffee industry before Nirvana Soul without fully dating yourself? <laughs> she wasn't fully 16, she was eight when she started. Exactly. <laughs> Um, I've been doing this for like 20 years. Wow. Yes. Yeah, 20, 20 years. years. Okay. 
Um, mostly on, um, I did take a break, um, you know, went to school and the way I got back into it was one of my um, co-workers that I worked with at Pete's and um, Elk Road, he just happened to like call me and was just like, hey, there's this new coffee shop that I'm about to start working at. Um, and we need a manager, and I don't know why. I feel like you should, you will be a great manager. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm working on my master's in uh, psychology at this time. And I was just like, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm out of the coffee game and stuff like right. that. But I knew when I opened a coffee shop at the time, I was the first one attempting to get my master's. And I was really overwhelmed. And it was just, it was a lot. And I was just like, okay, I'm going to take a little break and I'm going to get back into it and see. And let me just go on this little interview and see what happens. And it was like, yeah, you're hired. So I was like, oh, okay. And, um, that's kind of what started my manager like journey. So I um, I went on that journey and I was just like, okay, yeah, like I'm completely need to figure this out. So even when I was on a break from coffee, I still was like, yeah, I'm gonna open up a coffee shop. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm opening a coffee shop. Yeah, I'm opening a coffee okay. shop, yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, Bianca, what are some of your background? What what brought you to your box? So my career is actually in tech. So okay. we are born and raised in San Jose. It's what I say is just the water we swim in, right? Like if I was in LA, I'd be entertaining. If I was in San Diego, politics. Like I just can't be right? Okay. Um, and so I have spent, up until we started Nirvana, so and through, I still have a day job. Um, I was working in marketing for software companies, like from cybersecurity to product value management, just like software, um, boring stuff. And um, Veronica actually lived in Sacramento for 10 years and ended up moving back home. And she said she never would move back home, but when she did, she was fortunate to get a job right away at one of the best coffee shops in San Jose at that time. And so when she started working there, they had asked her like, hey, do you want to come on as like a manager or shift leader or something? And she's like, no, I'm going to open my own shop. And so I was like, you're like, okay, you're telling people this, this is still happening. I'm in a good place in my life where I think that I can work on this with you. So we created a vision board with our friends, the winter of 2018 yeah, maybe 2018, yeah. and on there we both said that we would open Nirvana Soul and so it kind of just progressed from there I still have my job I'm just like someone who's a crazy how person like I'm really in the operations yeah. and figuring out how to get from point A to point B and Veronica's there like the visionary yeah, like, yeah. she's like she has this big dream and yeah, yeah. thing that she sees so clearly and I'm like okay I'm, I know you see clearly but here are the steps right. so, like, let's right. before you get over there yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. so well together that we started with this vision board and this Google search of how to open a coffee shop and literally we just, we just Googled it. Yeah, we did. We just Googled and then we just started calling numbers on vacancies in downtown and we didn't really know what we were doing but I had an idea of what we should try which is like using the resources around and you know like stuff from our background and experience. You knew coffee, I knew marketing and we're like okay. Like, Let's make it work. Let's yeah. make it work. Okay, so you both said it. So this, this is 2018, but you said that you've had the name for a while, right? So yeah. now how long have you had the name? And what what does the name mean? Yeah, so I got the name 10 years before we even opened up the shop. Wow. Yeah, and so I was like, like Nirvana, you know, I'm a spiritual person. And I was just like, Paradise Coffee doesn't sound good because I was looking at different names and I'm like, what, what it sounds like vibing, but like that has like true meaning that can like resonate with people. And um, another word for paradise was like Nirvana. And then like, that is one that's like the closest like to God. And so I was just like, 
I love that. I want to have a place that's going to, you know, bring people together. And so it was just first like Nirvana coffee, but I kept like, man, Nirvana's it. Like for me, there was like no turning back. I was like, that just sounds like that's it. But I was like, Nirvana coffee just doesn't sound. It's missing something. Nirvana coffee. And I, um, I was, you know, I love R&B music too. Okay. So I was just like, you know, like looking at like soulful stuff one day, and I was just like, Nirvana soul it just came to me, and I said, Nirvana soul, that's it. So it makes so much sense. Yeah. So I, I, I was just like told my friend, and I was like, so you know, it just resonates just like who we are as like the people, and I was just like in its own meaning, and I was just like, they just go well together. So yeah. that was the name. That's huge. Yeah. That's huge. And it makes sense. Like you come in, it's neo soul music playing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a variety of different. Yeah, things. it's yeah. all these amazing connections. And so, so now, so now, ten years ago, you got it. Twenty eighteen, we do vision board. You guys are doing this together. Twenty yeah. twenty, you guys said, "Hey, we got it. We in it, right?" So we <laughs> exactly. Don't know the word. Don't know the word. I think it like y'all like this. Yeah. Hey, we in it, right? Like that's yeah. how it goes. Yeah. Um, so, when did you actually open the first store in twenty twenty? Our anniversary. Actually, wait, September 26, 2020. September 26. So, yes. pandemic shuts the world down in March. Mm-hmm. And you all say, shut the world down, we're going to open up. Well, we actually said, this is probably going to be a couple weeks. They just told us to go home for two weeks. <laughs> yeah. So, we were like, we're already in motion. Like, we were in the process of closing escrow on our first location, and we were trying to get an loan yeah. and so really around the same time the shelter in place is the, around the same time we got our SBA loan yeah. so we didn't really have much of a choice at that point and we had already committed that we would never stop no matter what comes up obviously we didn't realize which is we in it we but we were like by the time we like make our renovations like Everything will be back to normal. Like, so it can be fine. And so it was a good, what, six months later. And no, like, people were still in their houses. And when we had our grand opening, it was the first time most people had been out of their homes in that same time, six months. Yeah, they came out, they supported us. We had a line went down the block and around the corner of people supporting us. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's huge. Yeah. So September 2020, you opened your first location. Yeah. It's in the middle of a pandemic. And it seems like things are going well. So much so that, like, was it a year, two years later, you're at a second location? No, two years. Well, what's two years? Yeah, like a year and a half because April 2022. Okay, yeah. But in between that, we also have had opened up a roastery. Okay. We roast our own coffee. Okay. <laughs> okay. We need to step back. So, yeah. 2020, open yeah. this location. Yeah. Downtown San Jose. Then what comes next? Roastery in 2021, North San Jose. Then. then Cupertino location, April 2022. Wow. Like this is, so how do you all now deal with, because it seems like this is growing, probably outpacing what you expected. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we, we knew we were going to have multiple locations. We're very ambitious. So yeah. when we set out to do this, Drawing the Dream was always to have like a community hub, like a Love Jones kind of vibe. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The independent Family. shop. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, like, like, <laughs> there you go. Represent. Represent. So, yeah, that was our dream. And we were, we were living in, I think yeah. we had just started to open mics and everything. Yeah. 
And then, uh, but in that time when she was coming to me with her dream, I was like, look, if I'm going to be a part of this, I want us to do it as big as we can do it because it's going to be hard no matter what. So we just put a number out there and said 20 shops. So that's our, our goal. She put a number out there and said 20 shops. I was like, awesome, uh, girl, more girls. Small town. Small town. Just want a little coffee shop. Everyone knows everybody, and we're yeah. good. But I think once we opened and we saw how much of an impact that we were making in the city, and it was feeling a need for so many people. Yeah, especially people that look like us had never seen anything like this before. And we're like, we need to bring this to other uh, communities. To provide hope in men, like it, we're, this is not enough. You know what I'm saying? So, if we're able to do it, then we need to do it. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yes. Um, and we don't need to be in areas that just with people that look like us. We need to be with areas with people that actually don't look like us, right. so that the people that live there that they come out because people are like saying all the time, I didn't know there was this many black people in San Jose. You know, like they're all here at Nirvana Soul, but we see them in Cupertino and it's just like if people don't feel safe they don't have a place that they go to that they feel safe it's just like we're not going on part you know and we truly do belong everywhere we do and it's just been so limited and and what people feel comfortable being a part of and yeah. going to and we just want to create as many safe spaces and as many communities as we can yeah, yeah. yeah I mean and to provide hope I mean I grew up not seeing yeah, we didn't have anything like any this. black businesses period you know what yeah. I'm saying and yeah. So it's pretty wild when you have like little kids come in and they see our hair that's out. Like you'll see like, you know, my Afro or curly yeah, hair. Yeah, the artwork. The artwork and they're just like, wow. Like they want, it's a possibility that they didn't see. And I'm like, that's pretty cool because we didn't have that, you know? Yeah. So now you now have the red, I mean the green lights to just fly and uh, do anything that you want to. Mm-hmm. Because now you see it's the, the most definitely a possibility. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, we can think about this on you know a variety of different levels. You see, you know, the Williams sisters do this in tennis, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Absolutely. In many ways, you guys are like the Williams sisters of coffee right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never like, heard of it. I'm feeling it. So, listen, Venus and Serena, okay. y'all get ready. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I had to throw that in. All right. So now, for for those that may be watching that may not understand uh, the coffee industry well enough, what is a roaster? versus a coffee shop? Yeah, so a roastery is a place where we actually roast the beans. So we actually buy green coffee from all over the world, um, and we have it shipped, it goes to Oakland, and uh, we pick it up, and we have a roaster, giant machine, that actually makes the coffee. So from there, we bring the coffee to the shops, we bag it up, and we also ship coffee all over the world. So like, you can go on our website and buy coffee online too. So. That's a roastery, but fun fact, people, we are opening up our roastery for tours. Wow. So yeah. people who want to like, you know, fun little date night, a little work, yes. work party like situation. It, it was fun to kind of see the process and do a cupping and seeing like the different coffee, what they taste like, and just hearing the story of the different origins of like the things that the people go through from just growing the cherry, which is like what the coffee being cups from. Um, and seeing that process through and the different processes that are amongst that situation. So it, it gets a lot of, it just opens your eyes a lot too because you're just like, time the coffee gets in, you know, our hand, you're just like, okay, this is it. But I like the story that people who have like generations and that's all they do, like, you know, of um, 
having these coffee farms and it's in their family, like generations, that's what they're Absolutely. doing, you know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> So now we have 2020 here, San Jose. Mm -hmm. Then 2021, Rose Street. 2022, Lupertino. Lupertino. And apparently there's works for 2023. <laughs> yes. So uh, what's happening? I hear there's a, is something new coming in 2023? <laughs> something new is coming. We are opening our third coffee shop location at San Jose State at the Martin Luther King Library. Um, that is going to happen at the end of October, and we're actually just so excited about that partnership and getting the chance to be on another side of downtown, back here again in our hometown, um, and just reach so many more people. Yeah. You know, like in sort of an elevated dining experience, partnering with their chefs in a way that we would have always wanted to do here. Um, that had resources, documentation, <laughs> and yeah, it's just an awesome opportunity to bring both of our brands and companies and school together. You're catering to the students, but you're also still catering to the community, and you're still bringing people together, which is our mission. And I just think that's amazing. And it's an MLK like library. Absolutely, yes, right. I know they drunk coffee. That's just huge, and uh, I think that, like I always say, if we don't open up any other shops, it's like a blessing that we even had the opportunity yeah, to make far. this, that they yeah. come this far. So, yeah, I'm super excited about San Jose. Like that's that, huge. Sure. Yeah, that's huge. So then, what what have been some of your challenges? Like, I mean, growing this fast, coffee shop, black owned, women owned. I mean, there there probably a number of different ways. Oh yeah. That. <laughs> what have been some of your challenges that you've been able to work through? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely layered and multidimensional, and I, I think the one we always cite right away, because it's not just unique to us, but more challenging for us, is the financing piece, right? Like, black businesses, whether you're in coffee or in tech, you're just not getting money. Um, so, we are operating very lean, with far less than any of our peers, and we're just trying to make it work, right? So. We're always in a fundraising mode. Like yeah. it is just part of the business. And that's something I didn't realize was gonna be the case. I kind of thought, oh, one and done, once right. you get that initial SBA mode. But that is just not how it works. Like you the margins are so razor thin in coffee, and there's so much that we are trying to explore, make sure our teams are, are getting paid well. Like there's just a lot that goes into it. And so, yeah, we are learning how to become way better fun, uh, fundraisers. Okay. And uh, Dap, our CFO, is very involved. He is the one who is out there on the pavement making it happen, which is like really incredible that we all can fill those gaps for each other in that way. Yeah. Um, but it is hard, and we are just doing the best that we can every day to keep showing the value of this business. Yeah. And fortunately, we have customers and our baristas and team that they do that for us every day. Your challenges. I think the challenges will be uh, just like operations. I think um, just being with the team and then having to like as we're growing, it's like you're spending less time in this story because you're trying to focus on this story. And then also we didn't even mention catering is a huge part of oh, our yeah. company. Wow, huge okay. part of our um, catering and events. Yeah, yeah, catering and events. So I mean, like we our coffee, we have a coffee shop right into it right now, okay. and yeah, so we have all these different little partnerships that we like work with. We just popped up with Deanza, their little cafe, yeah, for, uh, jazz fest. Yeah, so I often feel like I'm just like everywhere, you know, and it's just like, but I'm not 
been in like enough time and so I think it's just trying to find that balance still but also trying to give myself grace because I'm like y'all don't know what to talk about so why y'all acting like this you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. Um, and I think just um, being okay with like if I can't do it I can't do it I think because it's like we're black women we just put ourselves on this like you know there's a standard that I feel like we have yeah oh my gosh like expectation is so high you know um, of not wanting to let people down, like my staff down, like my team, executive team down, uh, the customers down. Uh, and so I think that's something that I still like deal with on certain days, but I think that is just a part of it. Just really wanting, believing in our company um, and uh, believing in this community and just wanting to like make sure that we're just making people proud. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, boundaries are definitely yeah. tough. Yeah, for sure. And thinking about boundaries, so now, uh, sisters actually working together. I know oftentimes uh, it's challenging to work with family or those that you're really close with. How have you all been able to navigate those waters to, to work together and build, build what you do? It's pretty funny because um, we've actually been close our whole life. Okay. So we're I think months apart. Yeah, we're only a week. Yeah, yeah, and same mom, same dad. I gotta say yeah, that. I know. This is so funny. <laughs> we got the same mom, the same dad. <laughs> Like, yes. I know we don't look alike. <laughs> Apparently, they just needed a television in their bedroom. But, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've always been close. And um, it because we have, like, I was like, you stay in your own lane, right? Bianca is amazing at what she does. Like, marketing, like, everything that she does for the company, she's so amazing at. You know what I'm saying? And then Dad, he is, like, our CFO. So he's, like, money man. Yeah, you can't do this, we can do this, you know what I'm saying? He's very strict, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then I'm like with the team. And so once in a while they're like, okay, Jay, do this. Or I can say, hey, dad, we need you to do this. Um, and it's always out of place of love. There's never any like, you know, chaos in that way. But it's, for the most part, we stay in our lanes and we trust each other, you know what I'm saying? Like, we know we're lucky that we really have three people who, like the three parts that you need to run this business really trying to like giving their 100% all yeah. to their role and um, for I mean that is like amazing in itself. Like, people are like I don't know how you guys do it um, yeah, and I think at the end of the day like me and John are going to be solid oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah if none of this works out we still going to be sisters and yeah. be like we did that like, right that was we alive. killed it for three years right? that was amazing yeah, yeah that was amazing yeah we'd be fine yeah. So we have that perspective of being so close and knowing that there's nothing that would like break this thing up between yeah. us that like, I don't know, it makes the hard days a little bit easier. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. I think when I'm having a day, she's up. And when she's having a day, then I'm up. So it's kind of just like, you balance, balance, balance yeah. that balance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so now we have all of this. So of course, I mean, the story is amazing. The story is not over. Right? No. So like, what is making you all most excited now? I mean, you've accomplished a lot already, and I hope you never feel like, oh, we got it. You you could stop right here and be amazing. Please don't. <laughs> but like, what is getting you excited? What are you looking forward to? Yeah, I'm still really excited about San Jose State. It's okay. coming up quickly, and I remember we made, we made the announcement on the first day of Black History Month this year, and it was just so iconic and historically significant to so many people. And we were literally asked about this every day. Like, people are real life excited. Like, where can I apply? Like, I want to work there. Like, when is this opening? 
And so I just think it's gonna be like a party and yeah. everyone's just gonna have a blast. And I love that we can still create that level of excitement and those people who follow us and who've been with us on this ride since before we opened, right? Like we had like digital assets, we had a blog, we had our social media for like a year and a half before we even opened the shop. We had nothing. <laughs> and people have been with us. Yeah. People yeah. were riding and lift with Tronica, like with our free drink cards. And so every time we do something like that, that excitement, it bubbles up all over again. Be like, oh my God, like it's yeah. like your favorite artist is blowing up, you know? Yeah. Like, I can listen to y'all right. before I anybody. Remember when, right. Yeah. I, I, remember, I remember when that's how story situation. Yeah. So yeah, I get excited, I guess like everyone else is excited around these things we're still able to achieve. Yeah. She just said, yeah, I get excited off of other people's excitement, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, because I do, I mean, it is a blessing to be here, especially if I was an April Black woman yeah. doing something. This is not easy, yeah, it's especially not easy. here. And that's the part people don't really talk about. Like, we're doing this in one of the most expensive places in the world. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. yeah. Easily. Yeah. So, like, because we leaving. That's why it's not that many. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we don't need to be hire too and I think like you know we just have some people on the team that just get it and you just like you're going to be so amazing you're going to go, go do it so it's like they're a part of our story but we're also a part of their story yeah. and I think if we're able to make that impact for me that is what gets me excited you know um, and being okay that not everyone's going to get it but when you make impact with somebody and you're just like man I'm seeing your life change before yeah. my eyes yeah like, it's so special yeah it's so special you know what I'm yeah. saying and you're like this is why we this is why we're doing it you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Uh, forgive me, I'm about to let my pastor hang out. Hey, I'm like, you know, I mean, I'm hearing the elements of faith from early, like, you have to tell the story. How is it that you are driving Lyft with cards for a coffee shop that does not exist? Like, I can't help but hear the elements of faith, so. So it's funny because I like to say, um, yeah, I have crazy faith. And, but it's weird, not always, I struggle with faith. And I feel like Nirvana Soul was the one thing that was constant. Like we always like said, Bianca had a lot of uh, green lights growing up. Okay. I had a lot of red lights growing up. Uh, you know, I'm the oldest. I had like more responsibility. We were like latchkey kids. It was a lot. Um, and I had a lot of no's. And so I think that I struggled a lot with kind of just having like hope that things will work out. But I feel like God always put like that, that Nirvana saw on my heart, you know. I actually tried to open up a coffee shop when I was 22, and back then it was just like zero hope. Like, <laughs> girl, go to college and I was like, okay, I wasn't like, it's not gonna happen. I'm just like, this is not the time now. And it's like any of my friends that grew up with us and Bianca would say like, I always like, oh, I'm gonna have a coffee shop one day. Like that wasn't, I wasn't like, I'm gonna get married one day. I'm gonna have a whole bunch of kids one day. You know, I was just like, I'm gonna have a coffee shop one day, you know, because like I, we had mentioned earlier, like I grew up in a ministry. I did children's ministry for a long time. I was in college ministry for a while. So I think just being around people and just having like that community, but also being in the coffee industry for so long, it's just seeing the connection you make with people that was just like, this is what we like need, you know what I'm saying? This could really alter someone's day. Like the, you come in in the morning on your way to work or whatever, you don't know what these people are going through and this is your chance 
to really make an impact on someone's day that could be going through depression, could be going through whatever situation, good, bad, or ugly at home. And you could really alter a person's day just based on a, a few seconds of conversation with them. And I was just like, okay, like, you know, use me to be that person that can like give that person hope in whatever form that might might be, you know? Absolutely. So there's no doubt in my mind. I mean, that's definitely a God thing. Absolutely. You know? um, and I always say true to that. Like my sound will tell you, like my friends and family will tell you. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of just the wrong soul. That's the name and everything on this side. Absolutely. And, and, and what, a, what a great gift, right? When we can think about the ways that God works in us, that it doesn't have to be the church or the community of faith, like directly or institutionally. Your ministry is your ministry, right? right. Like, and how, how we can do that in the private square, how we can do that in the public square. It's, it's just amazing, yeah. kind of amazing story. <laughs> so, all right, I always love to ask this. So, I mean, the story is still continuing. Uh, you all are probably our youngest legends. Uh, <laughs> so somebody's listening to this story, maybe out there trying to start their own business, out there trying to hold on to their own dreams. What would you hope that they could take or remember from your story? I think our story is one of inspiration and possibility. So our motto, the thing that helped us through and it's written on all the walls and our shops, our grocery, is that we can do hard things. And there would have been so many tough times getting this business going when stuff wasn't adding up. We were just earlier talking about today, like, why can't anything be smooth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you can do hard things. And I think a lot of us haven't heard that enough to help us get over the hump when something's, just because something's hard doesn't mean it's impossible, right? Like, and I think that's been a red light or a stop sign for people. And we just want to encourage people to push beyond that because the thing inside of you, that magic inside of you, it there's a reason it's there that needs to come out. There's a reason why Veronica had that. Like to have it come out in this amazing way, it's helping other people. So yeah, I think that's kind of the lesson and message we always want to hit people with. Yeah. Like you can do hard things. Man, that's man, that's gonna be a sermon title. Y'all can hear that soon. You can do hard <laughs> I'm gonna credit you for it. Yeah. Anything you wanna add to that? Yeah, I mean, just keep going. Another one is inspire and be inspired. I think that you have to be willing to, like, be okay being vulnerable. That's a part of the game. There's some mornings I wake up, even though we're happy shops, and just, like, I get nervous still, you know what I'm saying? Like, if we had to have a big uh, speaking engagement or we had to have a, a crazy uh, uh, event where there's going to be thousands of people there and stuff like that, I'm like, man, like, are people going to like our coffee? Are they going to come? But you have to just keep going, you know what I'm saying? And I think sometimes we kind of sell ourselves short and they're just like, maybe we let that fear kind of take over. But I'm just like, what if you're asked to get on the other side of that? Like, what would it look like if you pushed past that fear, you know? And that's something that I personally have to overcome. Bianca's more like, anything is possible while the other time. And I'm kind of just like, mm, can we make this happen, you know? And I think over the years, I've gotten more like, okay, yeah, like, let's do it. And Bianca just told me something times, like, who are, who are you? I know this person. <laughs> so I do, I want to encourage is built on previous successes. So. That is true, but that is true. Means you keep going. And yeah, it means that you have to be okay letting yourself, uh, putting yourself out there and um, saying, 
I don't know something, being comfortable saying that and being like, okay, when you hear notes, what you're gonna hear so many notes. Not everyone's gonna wanna help you and that's okay, you know what I'm saying? But what if someone is like, I do wanna help you, you Absolutely. know what I'm saying? Like We love your story, yeah, we, we wanna be a part of it. Exactly. Like, we've had a couple of those. We've had a few of those. Yeah, and it's like you just never know. And I'm like, you know, you have to say yes to everybody, but it's just like you know the people that are supposed to be a part of your story or part of your journey. Um, and just hold on to that. So just keep walking. Yeah. Well, let me say thank you. Thank you for your support. I mean, we filmed here uh, a couple of times before. <laughs> Always so gracious. Uh, gift cards for our church picnic, which was absolutely amazing. We want to make sure we continue to tell that story because this is an amazing story. Thank you. Uh, it's an amazing business. I'm excited thank for kind of what's in front of you all. We love and, senior members come through. Yeah, absolutely. 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 So. What a gift. Well, again, let me say thank you. Yeah, you take your time. Thank you. Thank you. I know, he's a natural. Oh, <laughs> I mean, you want to be where you talk in front of the I just ask questions. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let me thank you all, too, for this uh, installment of Living Legends. I hope that you enjoyed. I hope you learned something. And if you haven't, stop by a Nirvana Soul location. <laughs> get you some coffee. Get you some food. It's definitely worth it. God bless you. Bye.